What's up, Hollow Cult? Hope everybody is having a wonderful Wednesday. Uh, my allergies are currently winning the battle, so I apologize that my voice is all fucked up and I can't breathe good. So there is that. <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button, the uh, whatever other buttons YouTube has. That way, you know, uh, whenever we're on here, you know the deal. But at least the week's half over, so that's cool. That is a plus. That's pretty dope. Although they're talking rain like the next five days. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. So that's not good for paychecks, but... It is good for time to be in home. True. So I'm not going to argue that one. Oh, <clears throat> uh, happy early Mother's Day to all our moms out there. Yeah. I know that's that's coming in hot this weekend. Yeah. Mm. Uh, by the time happy, this year, happy early birthday to my wife. It's Friday. Oh, happy early birthday. John coming in hot already. Crazy. Yeah. Is that for passing my test, John? That's what I'm going to assume it's for. It's for passing my test. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, hope everybody's week's going good and being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth from Creaking Ropes coming in hot. Hell yeah. Get wrecked, Agent Smith, you noob. Yeah, Adam, I see. I, uh, I, I knocked it out of the park. Or Atomic, however you want to pronounce your name. It, it was really hard, but I got a really high score, which was weird because I was three questions in and I almost gave up because I'm like this is way too hard this is nothing that I studied and I'm like this is great and I toughed it out and got a 92 out of 100 which is pretty cool I did almost watch my guys get eight today by a massive man. no a massive 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 swarm of bees that's even worse it was terrifying sounding Cause they were up in trees working. I was down on the ground and I just, I could hear it going. And I was like, what is that noise? It wasn't there like 10 minutes ago. And then my guy looks over cause he's like, Oh shit. I hear it too. And he looks over and he starts panicking. Cause there's just this massive swarm of bees coming our way. And I was like, okay, get out of the tree now. And he starts panicking and he comes down he comes about halfway down and they just flew right over top of us. Didn't, didn't do nothing. They so I, I guess they were just, yeah, they were just on the move, but it was wild. I've never seen, I've seen that many bees like around a massive tree, but I've never seen them on the move like that. Just a giant swarm of them. It was crazy. I remember when I worked for this uh, propane company, we would go out and, service propane tanks and shit and i went out to this this old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere and they had this old like pump house this old well house and i thought it was on fire because it was like smoke when we were pulling in and i'm like why in the f hell do they have this 
pump house on fire. And when we get in and start talking to the old guy, he's like, don't go over there. He's like, see that over there? That's not smoke. That's bees. And I'm like, oh, okay. Copy that. Staying the hell away from there. I've uh, I've had a couple gnarly run-ins with them. I'm usually the guy that can walk right through a giant swarm of them, even the ground hornets, and never get hit. But this, there's a, it's kind of cold, just warming up, so the bees are starting to get active in these beehives. And for some reason, they wanted every bit of me. Like I didn't, we didn't bother them, not nothing, and. Uh, they were getting stuck to my hoodie. Like I had my hood up and they were getting stuck in my, my hood, just latching to it, trying to get to me. I'm like, what is your problem? And then there was another time. It was actually hilarious. We, uh, we had just cut this tree down and these bumblebees started buzzing around me and it kept running into my hard hat. Cause it was trying to sting my head. And I'm swatting at it, trying to fight it, because I just throw my chainsaw down, and I'm basically trying to punch it. And Deontay, the kid that was with me, gee, Manetler, buddy, dropping the bill again. But uh, Deontay, the kid that was with me, he was down the hill laughing, just a laughing at me, because I'm like, what in the hell's going on? Like, I can't get this thing away from me. And he's just rolling, man. And next thing you know, it was like that bee hurt him. Cause he had his hard hat off and he's standing there laughing and that, that son of a bitch turned, flew right at him and it flew so fast and it hit him dead square oh, in the eyes and ricocheted off like a bullet, but not <laughs> in the process it stung him and he had a big old welt and he took off running and fell down the hill. And I'm like, who's laughing now, asshole. You had a chainsaw. You, you, oh, you had the upper hand. Yeah, well, that thing was fast. It's uh, it's it's a wild ride out there in the wilderness sometimes, though. And, and we get hurt, but sometimes it's funny. And I mean, because in the end, Deontay laughed about it. He's like, "That that is what would happen, huh? I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, got any weirdness for this week? Any? Not all the time. I was just trying to look in the... In the feed, I didn't see much. Uh, we could talk a little bit about homie you saw with the tattoos. Oh, yeah. We were looking for him. I People ended up finding him. He's just just a dude, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah, they said if you... Anyway, story. We'll go, we'll go back to the story and then revert to the story. So I saw this, uh, like unsolved mysteries iceberg or whatever the hell they are on youtube and one of them was about this person that was leaving all of these thanks for the 20 thanks for the love on the test i appreciate it (laughs) all these google maps fears uh down in like the arctic ocean and shit when you click on them it would be just random pictures of stuff like this guy's a big computer set up and then you click another one and it'd be this huge library set up and nobody knew where it was the only source of uh identification that anybody had was this guy posted it was kind of like a selfie but he had his face blurred out it looks like he's wearing a suit but he's got his sleeves rolled up and he had uh, very specific tattoos on his arm so we were messing around in the discord trying to search this guy's tattoos down and as we were messing around people ended up uh, finding him nobody from the discord but as we were doing our research people found him and I guess you can 
talk to him. He's just kind of an eccentric guy that just likes messing around on Google Earth and shit. I thought there was a bigger mystery to it than it really is. But it's kind of a fun little rabbit hole for us to dive down last That's week. That's awesome. Uh, I did listen to, which is, it's not really paranormal, but it is enlightening. And it was a, a, a terribly sad episode. But it was by uh, Sean Ryan. And he's a ex-military CIA operative, and he does an interview interview-based show on all types of things. I think he even just had recently had a uh, Stephen Greer on, I believe, talk about UAP stuff. It's a lot of military stuff in the beginning, and now he's kind of branching around. And he just had one a guy on there who is a what do you call that? An ethical hacker. Didn't oh, start out that way, of course. I saw clips from this. Oh, dude, it's it's wild. I mean, not it's amazing. You know, it's great that there are people out there doing that kind of work, trying to help stop the. Uh, I don't really know how to word that. The uh, misfortunes to children. Like I, I don't know how to word this without getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but everybody, I, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but the, the methods of hacking and stuff like that, like it's, it's wild, the things that they can do. Like it even blew a, you know, a guy like Sean who worked in the CIA and stuff like it even blew him away as to what the dude was able to instantly find about him and, and, and just dig up. And it's just absolutely wild. And it, it I highly recommend listening to the show cause it's a great show really informative and he does a really good job but it's man and if if what hacker dude said is true about those situations it's terrifying absolutely terrifying like the the people involved in that stuff are not people you would think at all and it's really really fucking disturbing really disturbing i didn't listen like i said i didn't listen to the whole thing but there's clips of it going around tiktok yeah it's it's just him giving the example of how quick these predators like move in is ridiculous yeah within like two seconds that's not even an exaggeration yeah it's it's wild Absolutely wild, and they, oh man, I, I, we really probably shouldn't talk about it, but the, some of the things that they he found in the chat rooms and stuff, holy shit, things that I would never be able to wrap my brain around. Much appreciated. Love everybody who constantly gives us support. So it's it's always appreciated. I also thought also thought it was interesting when he was talking about like before he was an ethical hacker when he was just a hacker. Yeah. Some of the the shit that he was allowed to talk about. He said there's a lot of stuff that I can't even mention. Yeah, right yeah. Talking about uh using people's computers to mine cryptocurrencies without uh-huh. people knowing and said he was mentioned in a rap song and all yeah. that shit. Like it was it was nuts. But, but it's crazy all that, like he was he was saying that he has a 
a mop vacuum. And that thing is connected to a Chinese cloud and it transmits data to China. That wouldn't shock me. No, but it's, it's, I wouldn't shock. Uh, like Probably was, all our shit does. Oh, I guarantee you. And that's basically what he was saying. He said anything essentially with a Wi Fi connection can be hacked and most likely is transmitting data somewhere. Yeah. We, we welcomed it with open arms. We didn't even know it. Well, and, and that goes to, you know, goes to show that we're willing to give up a whole lot for convenience. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, that's the way of the world now. 100%. 100%. They could, like, everybody knows that they tap into our cell phones. They know. Oh, yeah. Google listens, Facebook listens, TikTok listens, everything listens. And we know it, but we still sit here and beat our chest for our privacy, but we don't want it enough to give up our cell phones. Oh yeah. And it's, it's to, to tap on that. I've got two examples. The other night, my wife was joking with me in bed. She was bringing up uh, an old clip she used to watch. I cannot remember what it was called, but I remember the video. It had a, a lizard in it. It was basically a guy on acid and he was just rambling and making funny sayings and what have you and i and i haven't seen the i haven't seen that video and i could not tell you how long it has been years and lo and behold the next day it's in my my instagram feed i'm going through reels and it's in there and i'm like what the fuck and then just uh yesterday the day before i bought some safety glasses for work and now i'm getting shit loads of safety glasses ads on my instagram isn't it stupid yeah it's all and it's all the uh like the safety glasses that we need at work the z87 ansys and i'm just like wow yeah they're they're definitely not listening um it's and taking everything it's so ridiculous but data is one of the most sought after things anymore oh yeah you know even not even from a not even from a like a a conspiratorial standpoint or anything like that, but that like it's revenue now, essentially data is revenue. Yeah. And power. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, it was just, I don't know. And then the one, like my wife's in here dropping some of the lines, but uh, that one blew me away because we had just talked about it. That was it. And Grim, Grim's right on the money here. I remember I was messing around on TikTok and I was just thinking to myself. Yeah, that stuff is weird. Just thinking to myself. I was thinking about one of the <laughs> bands I listened to. I'm like, man, I wonder if the band has a TikTok. Didn't say it out loud. I don't even know that I've been listening to the band. And as I'm scrolling through my feed, the lead singer pops up. And it's it's a pretty obscure band. Right. Just with within like probably five minutes of thinking about it it's collective consciousness man like that guy that was on tony's show i've talked about it before how he's talked about the randonautica thing being able to tap into it and they're they're looking to tap into it it's weird it's it's bizarre absolutely bizarre but there's obviously something there because you those odds have to be astronomically small for you to think of something and then it just automatically just shows up. Oh yeah. It'd have to be minuscule. 
this, it's almost just absolutely impossible. I'm trying to think of what other weird shit that I, I heard this, uh, Tom DeLong interview, which I thought was interesting. Um, I wish I could remember the whole thing, but he was essentially talking about, um, time and consciousness and how, man, it's so hard to explain. Like he was talking about time. It, it exists all at the same time. Time is not linear, right? Mm -hmm. It exists all at the same time. It's just like slices on a pie. Like you look here and it's 2023. You look here and it's 1956. You look here and it's 3038. But he says it's all from the information he's gathering. It's all linked to human consciousness. Like none of this exists unless a human thinks of it. Okay. Is that it's like, like that slit particle uh, experiment, you know, where the, they shoot the particle through the two different slits and it observes, it acts differently if it's observed by a human. Have you heard of that? Not really. It's fucking weird. Like me trying to explain it, it's going to do it no justice, right? Yeah. So you have to you have to look it up. They're shooting particles through these slits, and they act a very specific way until a human is viewing it. And then it completely changes the way that it reacts. That is weird. Which is fucking bizarre. But it just goes to show that there's definitely something to the consciousness. Yeah, that's what he's saying. In, in a lot of the in a lot of the cases, anyways, and that is that is weird to think about. That if we didn't if we didn't think about time, then time wouldn't exist, essentially. Yeah, and he's he's saying that it's it's confusing because he says that these entities and shit are from time, but they're interested in us because because of our consciousness. Like our consciousness is a resource that only Earth has, human consciousness, and that's what's got them all, like, curious. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, it kind of makes sense because, like, we were talking the other night when it comes to specific entities, like uh, we pointed out in our off-the-air conversation about the Bledsoe being, and then the. Project Serpo. Like, there's a point where, like, you could understand, and then this is the example that I gave you. If that entity didn't understand us, it doesn't, nothing registers. And it, it cuts the dog, ends the dog, and then brings the dog back. It thinks it's showing you love, but it's because it doesn't, it doesn't register. Like it doesn't have that emotional connection or even, even it could even be the fact that it's so intelligent that it doesn't even have time to process that shit. Yeah. probably. And you you brought it up with the Serpo, how whenever one of them passed away, they didn't understand why everybody was sad. And then they kind of figured it out and tried bringing it back to help, you know, alleviate, maybe maybe some of that has to do with consciousness like you were talking about yeah 
and you you could get to a point like in evolution where emotion is deemed unnecessary. Oh yeah, like I, it, I could like I could one hundred percent see that a waste of energy, a yeah. waste of time and energy to be emotionally invested in things. Yeah, because it doesn't. I guess essentially at the end of the day, it doesn't serve a purpose. Like what? That's what what a, a one of these evolved entities would process that as is like emotion does nothing for me. It gets in the way. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. You know. Which I I could see I I I could understand that, and as we as we as a I don't know as as a human race or it's like on one hand like emotions being dull, but on the other hand it it like it's this weird teeter totter makes us human. Yeah, it's so weird because there's some like there's some irrational things that our emotions are so high about. And then there's other things that your emotions should be ultra high on, but it's so, it's so dulled down to a point where it's non-existent, you know, anymore. It's so weird. <laughs> when I dive into these things, it makes me feel dumb because just trying to wrap my brain around like existence, not existing unless there is a human there with a consciousness to make it exist. Like he's the example that he used in the interview. If I find it again, I'll share it. But he's like, if a tree falls in the forest and there's not a human around to hear it, does it make a sound? He goes, no, because it, it doesn't happen. It's like, unless the human's there to observe it. I, I also kind of feel like that is like subjective as well, though. It's, I mean, if if he believes that and he stands by it, it's foolproof because you can't, yeah, prove him wrong. Yeah, and that, that's what I mean. Like it's subjective. Like it's it feeds the narrative that he wants to to portray, right? Because like you like you said, you can't prove it, and by all accounts, by what we know, quote unquote, if anything falls, it makes a noise, regardless if anyone's there to hear it or not. However, somebody you, has to be there. Right. You legitimately can't prove that because yeah. you're not there. Yeah. But would that count? Okay. So here we counter. What if, what if you had an audio device there? You still you have a human. You, but you weren't actively listening to it when it fell. But when you do listen to it, there's a human there to perceive that sound. That's what he's, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm not saying I buy into it. I'm just saying that's what he's pushing. Okay. So the way my brain works right now and everything's subject to change, but the, the way my brain works now is I will call bullshit. Cause if that audio device picks it up, it picks it up regardless because you're not, it's not like you would, you would play that audio back at that that perceive like that moment when the sound happened you would play that audio from beginning to end not knowing when that anomaly shows itself yeah okay so say say you do put an audio device out there the tree's standing you hit record you come back the tree has fallen but no human ever listens to the device 
you have no proof that it ever made a sound. Correct. Until you listen to the device. And then you're back at square one. Where you have a human uh, But see, my brain, my brain doesn't work. I don't know. My brain's not processing that way. Because it just doesn't, to me, logically, it just doesn't make sense. No. I understand. It, it, goes, I, against, it goes against logic. Yes. And I, I completely understand what you're what what it's trying to be you know what is trying to be conveyed through his argument it's just like i don't i don't i'm not into that and like you said there's there's legitimately no way to prove or disprove that that yeah. theory because he's he's like 100% into it like if there's not a human there to perceive it then not only does it not make a sound it doesn't exist if right there is i see twist is going hard in the chat uh there is no vibration made because it doesn't, what he's saying is that nothing to that point even exists. There's no, yeah. there's no tree. There's no time. There's no nothing. But in that, in that argument there that he's making, that would suggest that in a roundabout way, human, humankind is the creator. Right. Because without us, there is no trees. There are no buildings. There is no clay. There is no paper. There, is, there are no insects. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if, if it takes us to think about it and, and see it and perceive it for it to actually be real, that means nothing is real without us. So yeah. therefore, we are the divine creator. Yeah. And again, everybody getting wild in the chat. I'm not saying that I buy into it. I don't think humans are that special that we would we would have that ability. So you can just cross that off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're that special. I just don't know that. I just don't know how, I just don't think that's how that works. At least in my brain, I could be a hundred percent wrong, you know, cause apparently he's privy to things that I'm not. So yeah, I wish I could find, if I find it twiz, I'll post it in the discord. He was being interviewed by somebody and going off on these tangents. I thought it was interesting. It'd be an interesting topic topic to bring up. Um, <laughs> I love when the chat gets fired up. I know. It seems like most of them are on the same wavelength as, as where I'm at. Yeah. But I, I mean... He, he, he does. He puts a... He wraps it in a box that you you can't unwrap essentially you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah absolutely well it's like some of the stuff he doubled down on with uh uaps and ufos and stuff some of that stuff i'm kind of like eh. but i mean and that's just the field that we're we're in you can't we can't prove or disprove any of it you know because there was even videos that he showed rogan that rogan was like dude that's clearly fake it was a hundred and you know, Tom was a, was, would 100%. Oh shit. Speaking of which, not to change down subject, on. But now we're going on UAPs. Did you hear about the Logan Paul UFO video? No, but I heard something about it. I just saw it creep through, uh, the, he stole a video or something to that effect. Kind of, uh, from what I hear, I don't know. It's supposed to be the best Who UFO steal video. From? This old, I'm just, shooting off the hip from what i read i guess it was just like this farmer or something he had recorded this video from 94 or some shit on vhs multiple people had offered him money for it um 
Logan Paul went out there with big money, big money to buy this tape. Well, the guy wouldn't sell it. He says, I don't know. I don't want it to be put out. I don't want any part of it. Well, Logan Paul had some button cameras and he kept asking this dude to show the video over and over again. So he got a bunch of different angles of the video and put together his own video from where this guy was showing him. Well, first off, that goes to show that Logan Paul is a turd because you just jack stuff that's not yours because you're on an elevated list, which is bullshit. Um, However, if memory serves correct, and I know that it fucking does, that would be two, yes, two instances in the past month of the best UFO footage ever reported. Of course. Right? So you have this one by Logan Paul, and then you have, or not Logan Paul, but the the farmer who originally took it, and then you have the model that was in the airplane that the object flew by the plane, and she got really good video of it, right? Yeah. You find that a little ironic? They're pushing it hard. Well, and, and they're pushing a lot of things really hard, but what's right around the corner again? Memorial Day. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And it's not to get political or nothing like that. But a lot of strange things seems to start to happen around these specific moments in time. Selecting leaders? Yeah. There are a lot of strange things that come forward. And I do, I do, fi- I legitimately find it fucking ironic that in the past month there have been two, and I quote, best video ever taken of UAPs or UFOs. It's, it's interesting, but it's that funny now. fucking happen. Because he keeps talking about putting it out, and now he's kind of backtracking. He's like, well, you got to remember that this was recorded on an old video camera, and it was on a worn down VHS, and I just have a video of the video. So now I'm feeling like it's probably uh not as good as people made it out to be yeah well that could also be a lawsuit inbound his way as well hopefully they smoke him logan paul's a nerd (laughs) people in the chat want you to box him charity boxing match yeah i would probably get my shit kicked what about the two of us i don't know man i'll cause a distraction distract and attack i don't even know which one which one's the actual boxer? The other Paul. Logan Paul is the YouTuber slash wrestler. Oh, he's a wrestler? Well, haven't yeah. you ever seen Road Trip? That no. ending scene? Logan Paul just hacked my internet. Cool. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and Colleen, best of wishes, wishes to finding your dog. Yeah. I just saw that Everybody come Everybody send Colleen and Verge some good thoughts. Yeah, that should help me pass up. my test, so. Uh, oh, that's it. Jake Paul. Yeah, he's yeah, the boss. I ain't, I ain't fighting that dude. No, he's he's fighting. He's yes. jacked. He's on, like, shitloads of steroids, and he will bench press me like Superman. Hopefully fucking Nate smokes him. Well, but yeah, I, I don't know. Back to the UFOs. I, I just think it's too ironic that two of the reported best videos of all time have happened within a month. 
Yeah. It's getting, it's getting wild. Uh, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of crows, JJ. A lot of them. I almost took a picture of some at work to, uh, post in the discord, but they were too quick. I haven't seen too many birds late. Like ones that stand out anyways. Um, trying to think I did find this interesting little story um it's not necessarily paranormal more kind of science bound but it is interesting uh about a tape company we talked about this a little bit Kyle where they accidentally built a giant electrostatic force field in oh their, yeah 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 the 3m thing yeah i'll read this it's interesting like i said it's it probably is not weird. paranormal but this is from uh, this website just says not secure so i'm probably being hacked but anyway uh it says david swinson of 3m corporation describes an anomaly where workers encountered a strange quote invisible wall in the area under a fast moving sheet of electrically charged polypropylene film in a factory. This invisible wall was strong enough to prevent humans from passing through it. A person near the wall was unable to turn. So they had to walk backwards to retreat from it. It occurred in late summer, South Carolina, August, 1980 in extremely high humidity. Uh, Hey, hollow cult. The weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots. And their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dogman like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The film was taken off of a main roll at a very high speeds up to up float upwards of 20 feet of overhead rollers. Um, There was a large imbalance of electrical surface charge during the unspooling on entering the factory uh, far from the equipment mr swinson's 200 kilovolt handheld electrometer was found to be slammed at full scale Uh, when he attempted to walk through the corridor formed by the moving film he was stopped about halfway through by an invisible wall he could lean all his weight forward but was unable to pass through he observed a fly get pulled into the charge 
into the charge moving plastic and speculate that the electromagnetic fields might have been strong enough to suck in birds. Uh, the production manager did not believe Swanson's reported the strange phenomenon. When they both returned to the factory floor, they found that the wall was no longer there. Pretty much the crux of the force field, but I thought it was interesting. Not enough to like make an episode on, but I thought I'd share with you guys. So can we build a tape force field? That's the question. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, me too. And then I'm going to get stuck in it. And it'll, be, all, it'll basically turn into a fly trap. We could build a tape force field to deal with the bees while you're out in the field. There you go. There you go. Well, no, you can't be fucking with the bees. That's can't true. fuck with That's the bees. True. Gotta let them be. Well, even if they want to swarm you by the thousands, you just got to sit and take it. You could have fought one with a chainsaw. I could have, but I didn't have any currently. They're in the trees. So. I was just gonna run. I was like, I was right, <laughs> right next to the river, so I just would have ran and jumped in there as much as I wouldn't want to. But I think, I think it was definitely worth it. Pretty much the best plan. Yeah, so. yeah, because they that hurts a lot. Hornets are the worst, but they they all suck. Necro says, first baby made from three people's DNA born in the UK. That's weird. That is weird. Hmm. I didn't hear about that, but I will look into it. There's all types of... I wish I had more time to, like, dig through stuff because there's so much new information that comes out so rapid fast that I would love to look into. But it just... It it all... Like, it's so... Our news cycle is so fast that you'll hear about something and then it just gets buried within like three hours and then you forget about it because everything moves so fast oh yeah and it seems like ever since you started getting to the Collins elite uh i just keep getting all of these things pop up that are semi-related like in the same vein i guess but not quite like i told you i stumbled upon that whole uh paper that was written on alien abduction mm-hmm that's just oh yeah, yeah yeah way out of pocket that I'll probably just do an episode on. Yeah, you definitely should because it is terrible. But then I had another thing pop up on TikTok today about um, I'll have to look into it more about this woman who was reportedly receiving messages from a essentially it's a higher consciousness. Cool. What this higher consciousness is were entities from venus which i know we talked to you talked about that had evolved so far to the point that they are just just thought forms now essentially they don't need a body they're just there but she would get to the point to where they would communicate through her almost like a possession and um these two I don't know if they're family members or not. I can't remember, but they would essentially like do interviews with these entities through her, ask it questions and write it down. But they were talking about these beings being again, talking about being light and love and this, that, and the other and all that. But I thought kind of tied into where we were headed with the elite and things we've looked into in the past and 
There's a couple books written about it. I'll have to dig into it. And uh, I just got me a sweet book in the mail. It's way bigger. It's like a high school textbook size. Uh, please, Huge. please be the UFO one you're telling me. Thank gosh. Round <laughs> trip to hell in a flying saucer. I love it. <laughs> this is where this is where we're at, folks. This is I love it. This is the evolution of Hollow Sky. Yeah. I think it's gonna be sick. Oh, Kenneth was just talking about this in his episode. Uh, uh what? I'm gonna have to listen to it to see if we are talking about the same thing. Unless Kenneth was talking about going to hell in UFO. Probably. Could be. Most likely. It does seem to be a hot topic right now. Not really. I would be so pissed if I finally got abducted and then... It just took I would, you to hell. I would make a deal with him. As soon as I get abducted, I'd be like, don't you take me back first off, because then I have to go back to work, and that's trash. So they'd be like, okay, cool. We'll just keep you. And I'll be like, all right, dope. Let's go explore the galaxy. And they're like, nope, psych, straight to hell. <laughs> I saw a video. Do anybody know if it's real or not? Because I get duped a lot with videos. But uh, I saw this video that claims... That your smartphone takes a picture of you like every five seconds. And you can see it if you sit in infrared. I've seen that before a couple years ago, but I don't know if there's any validity to it. Yeah, because there was like an image of two people sitting down and like they're looking at their phones and you just see like a flash every once in a while. And I'm like, that that is fucking creepy if that's actually real. Sometimes my phone does weird shit where like, like refreshes all the background, like the apps and shit in the background, they'll disappear and then they'll load back up. I don't know if that's normal, but my phone is also full of Coke dust well, and coal. Yeah. So not that kind of Coke. Sometimes. Dust. No, no <laughs> cancer. Coke. I mean, they both cause nosebleeds, but for different reasons. Right. Probably. Um, Unless you're the function now, it listens. Purdy, I'm going highway to hell. Is this stairway to heaven or highway to hell? <laughs> no stairway. <laughs> My fucking guy. <laughs> That's tough. I've seen that shit too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen to that, nerds. That's awesome. <laughs> Gotta love it. I love that everybody here is pretty much on the same the same way. Oh yeah. 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 Like I said, we're we may all have different shoes on, but we're traveling the same path, you know. Yeah. We, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Wouldn't it be awesome not to have to fuck with cell phones anymore? Yeah. Absolutely. I miss They're the old ne- days. They're a necessity now. Like they've just become part of us. Yeah, there's there's a well, I do I do like having access to the internet. But if I if I could insanely downsize and basically live in the middle of nowhere, 
I'd do it in a heartbeat. Like, just go back to simple living. You know? Oh, yeah. That way I wouldn't have to work all the time. I could just work if I wanted to. Or do, like, knickknacks and stuff and just go to, like, a craft fair every once in a while and sell stuff and then get a couple bucks and roll out. Just trade and barter? Yeah. Like, yo, I'll give you these three key rings for a pound of jerky. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I don't think that we're supposed to live this way, but that's me. And I'm sure just about everybody in here as well, because working sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Phones are cool. Because they're not that cool. You can get your music and your podcast and you're connected to the people you want to be connected to, but you're also connected to people you don't want to be connected to. Yeah. And that is lame. Yeah. Like my bosses. Which I yeah. have mostly blocked on my phone. Good. Because it's not a work phone. Nerds. I just saved a picture of a guy doing this. And anytime they're like, hey, we need to do that. All I do is just send this to him. <laughs> I almost, this is a random thought before we should probably open the lines. But oh, the other I night. Forgot, forgot what time it is. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, the other, people. The other night I almost took a picture and posted it on Instagram. But uh, after my daughter, she's three, and after I after I get her out of the bath, I'll I'll comb her hair and stuff. And here of late, I've been and she's got curly, super curly hair for anybody that hasn't seen her. But uh, I'll comb her hair straight back, like from top, just back sides go back. All of her hair gets pushed in the back, like almost like a mullet, like mine. Yeah, but Hell it's yeah. way cooler because the other night I was I was doing it and I was like, "Holy shit, you look like Scott Hall!" Thank God, NWO member. That's awesome. I almost considered getting her a toothpick <laughs> and having her put it in her mouth. That is awesome. And then let me take a picture. <laughs> it was a funny moment. There's my dude. There you go. I send to my bosses. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. I like that shit. Uh, what is the Scott Hall saying? Um, I'm gonna Google it because it's the best. Because Scott Hall's the OG. R.I.P. Scott Hall. Give me a second here. Yeah. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. That'll be That's my facts. daughter's new saying. That's going to be on a uh, hollow sky bumper sticker. Well, now that we've talked our way through half the show, maybe we can open up these lines. Uh, hopefully our helicopter friend calls back in since we had some audio technical difficulties yeah. last week. Yep. Yeah, because that was that was a really important update. Yeah, and I, it sucks that it was just so bad that, and that was my fault. I take ownership of that. I didn't check the fucking settings, and it was registering me through my computer microphone instead of the the mixer microphone. And of course, when things happen like that, you brain fart, and you're like, "What do I got? What do I need to do? What do I need to check? What do I need to check?" And it was my fault. 100% my fault. We're trying our best. 
Yeah. We're trying our best, people. We try, but even we come up short quite mistakes. a bit. Yeah, we come up short quite a bit. That's true. It is what it is. That's true. Is what it is. Uh, shout out to all of our content creator friends in here. Uh, I saw Eric in here from Uncomfortable. Kenneth's in here with Creaking Ropes. Uh, our good friend Necro's in here with who always graces us with his illustrating prowess. Yeah, it does get rather interesting. <laughs> oh, damn, Kenneth said he had the same thing happen with his roadcaster. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think it's the roadcaster's fault. I think it just when you unplug it from your computer, it reverts back to the microphone, you know, and sometimes when you plug it in, it just doesn't register right away. So. Oh, good deal. Colin. Good deal. Tucker has been found and he is back happily at home. Thank goodness. Good deal. But yeah, sometimes you got to get in the settings and stuff and, and make sure that what you want is connected. Cameras are easy because you can see. Yeah. You can you can see the difference there, but yeah. We've got some things in the work. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily travel mugs, but now that that's put out there. Maybe so, but we've been looking into yeah. some other stuff and hopefully. Yeah, let my dude perfect his process and then we should we might be able to get some glasses or uh we call those damn things tumblers or whatever they are. Yeah. We're also thinking about hats, trucker yeah. hats. Uh, we're working out some kinks with that. Yeah. Um, I found I a good provider, but I got we got to get the right image. So yeah, that'll be a process in itself because getting the right image is always hard. Um, not to talk too much shop, but we were talking about the difference between like the one fifteens and the regular trucker hats. I think one of them is taller than the others. Some of them are more shallow. Which ones are more shallow? I don't know yet, but I have like, so like this, he is legend hat is shorter than this hat that I have on now. It's a little yeah. bit taller. I like the one my, my wife gave me i wear it all the time it's a digi camo one i like the way that fits if it's more like a ball cap style like i don't know hoodies yeah we can look into hoodies hoodies get expensive fast though yeah i have some prototype hollow skies occult hoodies that i was just gonna make for me and kyle to wear around to the uh conventions because I didn't think people would recognize us, but then we got there and people recognized us, which is weird. So we might still do that. Yeah, I want I want a hat pretty bad. That hoodie was dope. I really wanted that. But yeah, a hat would be nice. Championship belts would be nice. Championship belts would be epic. Form enhancing boxer briefs. We could look into it. Hey, we actually got a phone call. Oh, I think we didn't get any. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Yo, hey guys, what's up? What up, Mountain Man CJ yet again? All right, what's going on? Well, figure uh, slow lines tonight, so I'll just come on and throw something to you guys. Let's do it. 
you were chatting a little bit earlier about the lack of objective reality and how, you know, reality maybe doesn't exist if a human isn't observing it. And it occurred to me while I was listening, and I was surprised you never went for it, that that sounds like a take on simulation theory. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's kind of what spawned my, my I, I should have called it out, but that's what spawned my, my comment about like, we would essentially be the divine creator. It's almost yeah, like we are the, the creator of the simulation almost. At least that's the way my, my brain went. Well, if you want to get scary about it, it could be that we are the NPCs or the things that are walking around. And then whatever is above us, whatever is the divine creator or playing God could be the ones who are writing the reality or the ones who are running the simulation that makes reality basically pop in based on what we see. Like, uh, like in, you know, a video game, for example, if you go outside the map, you find out it's just floating in a void. Yeah. Like only what is visual is, what exists that could be how our world works too God, i'm trying to figure out a way to because now my brain's going and i'm trying to figure out a way to explain what i want to say but it, it it's a bizarre thought to run with your theory here and the creators gave us the ability to unknowingly create our surroundings all the time like it's just like that's in our code and right. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain, but I can see it in my head and I'm like, God, that's gross because we don't now, like, you don't know, you, you would have no idea because you're, it's like you were saying with the video game thing, like when you're driving to uh, a different portion of the map or whatever, and you see the next one rendering yeah, just frames in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like, well, what if we have the capability of doing that? It just processes so fast that we can't realize that it's loading, yeah. you know, it's, it's loaded. I don't know. It's really weird. Exactly. Oh, I see Twiz is getting heated. <laughs> <laughs> this is good though. This is, this is what I, this is why I brought it up. I wanted to spark some conversation. It is. It's weird. It's super weird. Stands. I wonder if there's parameters, if we are the NPCs and it kind of loads up as we go. And if we're in control of it, if there's parameters that we have to follow. Well, here's something to freak out your brain a little bit. We have this, hot button AI topic. Well, if they start creating their own realities to play in, they're going to probably do it the same way to conserve CPU, GPU, whatever it is. What if that's us? We're just one notch down on the line. We're artificial creations, and then we're going to create our own artificial creations that are each creating their version of reality. I mean, that could basically be what string theory is. Yeah, absolutely. And they, it's not, it's not, I know I've heard people explain that before too, where like you're saying it, the first one creates the original simulation and then the ones within that simulation then get to a point where they create a simulation and then it just kind of keeps it. It's like a inception almost. It's like this dream within a dream, within a dream, within a dream, within a dream. It just keeps going. Yeah. It's a mind fuck to sit down and think about. Uh, you think yourself crazy if you try too hard. Absolutely. 
that, it, that's the way I see it. It does. I rack my brain trying, trying to dive down these, and eventually I just feel so, so out of touch. I just give up. For sure, yeah. All right, well, I uh, think I did my duty. I'll see if anyone wants to call in. <laughs> I bet Twiz has got the speed dial on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time to get yelled at. <laughs> well, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, stay weird, my friend. Stay safe, boys. You too. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love it. I saw that... Uh... <clears throat> as as like a counterpoint to the simulation theory that because like neil degrasse tyson was in the boat to where he thought that we he was pretty sure we were in a simulation right Mm -hmm. but he broke it down he's to the point now to where he thinks that we are not in a simulation because there's only two points on the simulation where we could be right now Uh uh-oh hold that thought you know who this is (laughs) Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. It's me, the bad guy. What's up? What's up, man? It's Twiz. I know. <laughs> we were waiting. I, I knew. I knew I just saw the in, number. Just, just in case anybody else was confused about who was calling. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you want to talk about first? AI or the... Uh, <laughs> The floor is yours, my friend. You pick it. The floor is yours. (laughs) All right. So what we're basically talking about is processing power. And when it comes down to it, just like time travel, the processing power it would take for a computer to be able to render things and places that weren't being in use by us would take the power of a star to power that supercomputer. So which, which is more believable of the two that we live in a simulated world that's already pre-rendered, let's say like age of empires or when us, the NPCs, aren't in a place that those places don't exist, what do you two think is more believable out of those two? Hold that thought. I was looking something up. <laughs> what is what is that? Um, what is the power scale about? Uh, civilizations in the universe there's a power scale that i can't fucking remember what the name of it is um, I, I don't i think i know what you're referring to but i don't know what it's called um well i mean i don't know we're, we're talking just even the fact that let's assume the simulation is real the way my brain operates is that that is so fantastic in itself. That is so far beyond where my brain is capable of operating that needing the power of a star at that point would not shock me at all. 
So well, you yeah. both have played Age of Empires, right? Yeah. I mean, it's that's the kind of the the logic that I'm thinking of. Okay, when you like it, you like make, the maps, the map is what it is essentially. Right, the map yeah. already exists. Right. It's just dark because a a player hasn't gone there. Right, it still exists, but it's just not being in use. So that computer or whatever is running the program doesn't have to spend because when you render let's say like something new like god of war or uh grand theft auto when you do go in off the map into those places the computer or your console starts freaking out because it's trying to render something that it never has to worry about and the hard drive itself takes a massive memory load right and the number of humans on earth that could have the possibility to go to a place that isn't normally used that com- that computer powering the rendering when somebody does go there would have would take a massive power dump too so i would just think that it's more believable that everything's pre-rendered I could see that. And to to your point, which I think is kind of a fun tie-in, I watched a reel the other day. I think it was a reel. That was a short on YouTube. But anyways, it was of these, like, ancient old-school maps. And you had all the landmass was in the middle of the map. Everything that we we know was in the middle of the map. And I, I And this is... This gets used in relation to uh, flat Earth a lot, but then you have the rings, right? And then you'll you have a ring, and then outside that ring was more land, and it was it was charted on a map, and so that, that kind of like it, the way my brain sees that is is like what you're talking about, Twiz. Like the landmass in the middle is what like that's our map, and then the outer edges of it would be like the new rendered spot that it's trying to process or whatever. But I don't know. It just, and I, I really, lo- I really loved, I wish I could, could have uh, stumbled more onto those maps because there was, I would love to have one of those old maps, like a legit old map like that. Cause it would, it would be fascinating to sit down and look at one of those. The, what is it? The Reese Perry map is the one that uh, Admiral Byrd used to chart his ex quote unquote expedition into Hollow Earth, yeah, or whatever his expedition was. But the Reese Perry maps used to have other continents on it and other land masses that we didn't talk about, yeah. And who knows how many times. Not just when we've gotten hit by a space rock, but just volcanic eruption or massive earthquakes on a scale you know we don't we don't see that has changed the land or the the sea rising and falling. Who knows what's down there? We're in this hurry to get to space, but we don't know what's in seventy five percent of our our world at home. I agree, you know we can't. We can't send stuff down to the bottom because it gets crushed. And when you do, you see these wild animals floating through the water 
that look like monsters because stuff lives at such a crazy pressure down there. It doesn't follow the need for, you know, a structured body like we do to walk around. It can just kind of jut off on these crazy random extants of the species and evolve in really wild ways. It's like the bacteria that live down at the bottom of, uh, what are they called? The, the vents Volcanic from vents. the center of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, we, we want to, we want to put this life, you know, even outside our world in this tiny box when on our planet, we have so many examples of radical differences and how life can exist. It's just we we are so small minded and focused on our own our own lives and our own you know grasp of reality that it's fun for people like us who live on the on the outer rings and we know of you know cryptids and paranormal activity and ufos and all the things that we enjoy so we know the weird and we embrace it absolutely but shifting gears before i get off here have either of you heard of a podcast called dudesy no nope so there's a uh you probably remember will sasso from mad tv yeah real big guy comedian well him and his buddy have a podcast called dudesy where dudesy is the ai that they use and they've pumped all their personal information and all their web presence and all their because they're both comedians and chad the other host has done movies so they've pumped all this into dudesy and dudesy creates the show every week and Will and Chad have no idea what it's about. It's just, you know, kind of what you do, only let's throw in AI to direct the whole show. Well, think- last month, Dudesy put out an hour-long special in Tom Brady's voice called This Is Easy on their Patreon. And either... These two are following a bit to the bitter end because it's it's believable that when they hear about it, they're shocked. Well, Tom Brady's people and his lawyers contacted the show and told them they had to take it down, even though it was already it was AI created and they really didn't have anything to do with it. So the last time I was on here, we were talking about, you know, AI growing at these leaps and bounds and it'll open up the door for humans to exist in a different way because we're not going to have to, once it starts taking over menial tasks and, you know, let's say the grocery store or restaurants or, you know, getting your car fixed or any of it, it just takes all this out of our hands what do you think from what you've seen since you were a kid to now, what do you think 
humans are going to become. Obsolete. Unfortunately, we're probably going to get lazy and unappreciative. But I mean, that's that's what they promised us with all this new smart, smart technology. It's going to make our lives easier. Going to make, going to take all these menial tasks that we do, and essentially take them out of our hands. You know, like wasn't that wasn't that the big selling point twenty years ago? And so far, it's been true to its word. I mean, when I was a kid, you couldn't just pull out your phone or even on the computer it was hard because the computer, you had to do a dial up connection and it would take a minute for the web page to load to, and there wasn't a Google or anything. The closest thing that they had was ask Jeeves. I don't know. That's probably dating (laughs) myself, but I remember. Yeah. I I haven't heard staying up till three o'clock in the morning, asking Jeeves stuff. (laughs) Trying to download one song. takes like seven hours. Yeah. I remember those days. As as pessimistic as a person as I am and as negative as I am, I hold out hope that, yes, some of us may get chopped into the machine and become obsolete, but others who have been through, you know, just time and time again, you hear these stories about these amazing people who come up with, you know, things that help mankind and, you know, artistic expression and things like that. I, I hold out hope that a few of us will be left to, you know, still make beautiful music and still appreciate nature around us and it not become the plot to, uh, what is that movie? Wally. We're we're all up fat in the spaceships yeah. floating above Earth because Earth is so, you know, contaminated by trash. I hold out hope that you know a few of us will create beauty out of that. So, so it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. I'll get off here so somebody else can get on, but right on, man. You guys rock. I appreciate yeah. you, dude. Great appreciate talk, you guys. Later. Later. Always, always later. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I it always does, love it. These, yeah, these topics, I was I was just soaking in what he was saying. These topics just make your brain turn. They you fire. I mean? They fire. Because everything can always go up and down, you know. Uh, it, could be, it, it could be great if AI took over all the jobs and stuff, and then we could actually go back to appreciating the land and appreciating life and, and loving each other. But it, it's not, it would, you know, it won't be that way because of greed. Oh yeah. It's just the way it is. A hundred percent. Yeah. It looks like our dude's calling. Let's go. Oh shit. Call back. Call back. Kenneth call back. Sorry. We were talking. There he is. There it is. Bada bing. What's going on? Welcome to the night shift, Kenneth. Yo. Okay. Psych. Got you guys. What's going on? Welcome to the night shift, Kenneth. Ah, thank you. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Good. How about yourself? All right. So, uh, with Steve, what you were talking about with, uh, 
with with the whole uh, experiment with the slits. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the intrusive observer saying that you intrude on the experiment when you observe. Um, that's a terrifying name, and that it, it, it is. But it's the whole fact that the particles move as a particle, except for when you're watching, they move as a wave. Yeah. So when you look, it's it's just two lines of particles that hit, but when you're not looking, it's this plethora platter pattern. Yeah. How and, and that that's intrusive that's observer like, because peeping tom was taken. Basically, basically that's that's what it is. So and then for a dumb person, how how does that level out then? How can you prove that whenever you're not when you're watching it it's a wave and then when you're not watching it's a particle? How how can they prove that then essentially? Is it do they are they is it just by recording? And then they yeah, watch it, the recording? It, it, it's it's by recording. Um basically you would set up a, a specific kind of film where the particles hit. And and when you watch they they perfectly mark the the slits that they're firing through when you're not watching it's this crazy ass pattern that shows up okay see i i and i that i think my it is my fault because i think i'm mixing our conversation about tom DeLong and his thing and it it's kind of bleeding together well, for well, me but here's the thing with tom DeLong. so princeton Princeton University, they run like a noetic science study where they took a plant and they placed it in a room alone. And wherever they placed that plant, more light went to that area. And and they did everything to cancel out any kind of reflection. So wherever that plant was at got more light. And they kind of proved that they, they kind of proved that a plant has a consciousness that can affect light slash time in order to survive. Kind of the same way we do. Basically, it would be the same way we do. That is what, what Tom weird. What Tom would be saying is that if, if a human doesn't experience it, it's not allowed to be cataloged as history. Yeah, that's... I think I think he's sitting in the camp that only humans have consciousness. Yeah, but like there's scientific studies that prove him wrong basically. Have you seen the and now now we're we're on a tangent now, man. Have you seen the experiments where they have essentially the same type of plant and in they have a control where they just put it in a room, no human interaction. Then they have a second plant that's put in a room and everybody that goes into this room essentially belittles this plant is just mean to it, sending it bad energy. Then they have a third where everybody that interacts with this plant is kind to it. And they show how different these three plants thrive just with no, the only variable is the human interaction. No more water, no more minerals, no more food, no more light. It's all the same except for human interaction. And the one that's got all the negative energy dies like so much faster 
just from essentially the, for lack of a better term, the vibes that people are putting toward it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the, the concept of talking to your plan. Isn't that f- so crazy? That's even weirder when you, <laughs> cause what would that, would that be fair to say that essentially the plant would have some form of consciousness? Yeah, right. Yeah, um, basically, that that that's what it's saying. Okay. Well, but you you also have have, have the study where they wrote positive and negative terms on bottles of water, and that completely the exact same bottle of water, exactly from the same place, changed the structure of the water under a microscope depending on whether it was a good positive affirmation word or negative change the structure that's weird but that doesn't that doesn't go outside of our our conversations of intent right and the the intent in things that you put out there has effect on the world furthermore uh i find it crazy that like with the plant study and everybody giving it negativity and this that and the other i mean man guys Look at all the hate that's been spit the past three years. A lot of fucking sick people yeah. out there. Like legitimately, I find it very bizarre. If you, I mean, if you really think about it, maybe there's more to keeping us at each other's throats than we think. And the, yeah. And the water thing, the water thing is even more f- f- bizarre because it's, I mean, as far as we know, it's not a living entity. You know what I mean? Which almost, which almost kind of leads credence to human consciousness having an effect on all these, all these things. It, it, it in a sense, it does. Yeah. Because if I mean, if you're all you're doing is writing writing negative shit on a bottle. You know, it seems like it seems inconsequential, but you are putting energy, putting negative energy toward yeah. doing that. Yeah. You're it's, doing it it's, for it's, a reason. It, in my eyes, it would be no different than me creating my charm for my keychain, my protection charm, and me focusing intentful thoughts into that charm to give it power. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. That, that that would be in, in essence that would be exactly what it is right is it's you're the intrusive observer and you're just impaling whatever you want to have happen isn't that fucking whether crazy. it's good intentions or bad intentions that's is, so crazy and it 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 like it almost it almost does add a little fuel to his fire that we have we have power I 100% believe that we have power. I 100% believe I'm, that I'm, we are far more capable than what we realize. I mean, I'm right there with you, Kyle. I, I think we have, there's a lot more to us than what we even understand. 100%. 100%. And then, so there's this thing, I talked about it on one one of the episodes I did, but have you ever heard of the Boltzmann brain? No. Okay, so so this physicist Boltzmann, 
did this thought experiment and he basically came up with the fact that it is more probable for a brain to just appear in the void of space than it is for the entire the entire universe to evolve like cosmo cosmologists have said and that then this brain once it becomes sentient and wants to know where it comes from because it's not hindered by any earthly indoctrination it can create a simulation that would appear real to find out where it came from that's a lot to take in our brain our brain is a game genie does what it wants basically i mean because because when you take the whole simulation theory either we're the first simulation or the last or we are the last simulation we're, we're not in between we haven't created a simulation so either we're the first one and we have one to create or we're the last one and have yet to create either way that's kind of fucking scary and the so the odds of us not being in a simulation are infinitely greater than us being in a simulation because if if we're not the first or the last we should be somewhere in the infinite simulations in between which would mean we have already created a simulation that is so advanced that it cannot tell it's a simulation but we're not there yet so we have to be the first or the last yep not that we know of there's a lot of weird shit out there fellas i mean oh (laughs) i mean come on like i'll forever reference it i just referenced it earlier the fact that the randonautica guy was saying that we're hiring scientists and this that and the other to look into tapping into consciousness because it is a uh, a measurable unit now almost is bananas it's fucking but it's out it's crazy that's where all the Princeton studies come into because not only did they do the study with the plant, but number generators and, and the ability for human consciousness to affect a random number generator. And then I, I just have one thing. I have one thing. And it, it's still, I know you're going through the Collins elite. Um, so I don't know if you realize this, but the national prayer breakfast, lunch, dinners, and all that did not start in Washington, D.C. until 1953 under Dwight D. Eisenhower, hmm. who in turn is, is, is said to have had meetings with extraterrestrials. I've heard that, that he's had meetings with them. I have too. It's, Which is crazy. And then you, you, you bring in Jack Parsons and, and the 40s into the 50s, and all of a sudden we're doing these national prayer meetings in Washington, D.C. shortly after it's, the UFO flaps of the 40s and 50s. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, and, like, everybody knows me. Like, I was I was doubled the fuck down on... Alien, like not this at all. Not that aliens were demons at all. 
Like I hated that theory. I, I absolutely despised it because I like my cryptids and, and everything to be in their own little areas. But the more you go through some of this stuff, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm a hundred percent sold, but I'm not a hundred percent not at this point where I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. Because a lot of it makes sense with the Collins Elite. And and then like they were pointing out the Venus stuff and 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 the fact that Jesus' name has power and all these just crazy fucking things that lead a little bit more credence to it. A little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know where to stand with it. It's it's like some Wizard of Oz shit. Like all of this all of this stuff is taking place like behind the curtain. You got one big puppet master pulling all the strings back there. And we, we're just getting little, like the shades are just pulling open just a little bit. We're getting little pieces, little glimpses, and we're trying to put it all together. The more I hear about it, the more I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. I, I, I did an episode about the same thing. I sent you a message was like, you you can't believe this, but. I recorded this like a week and a half before you started Collins Elite, but it, it's along the same line. It's along the same lines that there's a grand theory where there are in, interdimensional beings or demons that are playing the long game. Yeah, all they have is essentially time. I mean, because it, it's irrelevant to them. It's not even a thing. So they get to play yeah. what uh, the longest of long games, but in the Collins elite. And I hope that I said it in this last episode, but I don't remember at this point. Uh, the fact that I don't I, maybe I didn't say it in this last one. I don't think I did, but I'm going to go ahead and spoiler alert this shit. <laughs> but the fact that you have an entity that comes forward and well, you know, Obviously, you have to take what it says with a grain of salt because it's supposedly a demon, yada, yada, yada. But the fact that it's it's claiming that the forces of evil are consuming as many souls as they possibly can for the sole purpose of going for squaring up against the forces of good. Like, that's what they are prepping for. They want an all-out war, and our essence is the fuel for that fire. That's that's disturbing. I mean, sometime, sometime we'll have to like talk about this because, like I said, it was just so weird that you came out with the Collins Elite, and then I I had this theory that goes back and ties in like the Apocrypha, the banned books of the Bible and all of that. So sometime we'll have to get together and just yeah. discuss it. Yeah. We need, I we think need that, would to, be a, that would be a fire show for sure. Absolutely. It's, it's, I don't know, man. And the, like, I, like I've said before, man, you, you pay attention and the universe starts to sprinkle little nuggets in your direction. That was another thing about the woman that I was hearing that was, or the woman that I was going to look into that was hearing, uh, essentially just being the conduit between whatever these, these consciousness entities are from Venus, right? 
uh, I'm probably cutting out because every time I start talking, my internet. No, you're just good. Cutting. You're good. But one of the messages that they were sending her was to humans on how to stop being reincarnated, having their souls reincarnated over and over again to just keep going through the cycle of fear and death and and just over and over again. They were supposed to teach her to teach everybody else how to stop that and be able to to essentially, when you die, release your soul to wherever they go. Okay, so here's a question for both of you and everybody listening. Let's say that is real. Let's say reincarnation happened. And we all knew that as a factual statement. And let's say that lady's right, Steve, and somebody was teaching us to stop reincarnation. What do you think humanity would choose? To stop reincarnation? Yes. Whatever. And you could you could legitimately throw anything, any reason behind it as to why you should stop reincarnation. Oh, people would be if if okay if people knew that their souls were being recycled back back into this life force over and over and over again they would immediately choose to stop reincarnation you think so 100 percent. because if if you're not getting sucked back into this life force most people believe they're going to heaven that's where their souls are going to go so if you had to choose to be stuck in this so body that, that over might and over that and over might again, that might poke a hole in where i'm at that's that's how i, I see it i, I would say <laughs> It would it would depend on the knowledge the person had, right? Because if, if if you if you go into more of of the Hindu text where it's a progression to get to moksha, then people might be like, well, if I can't get to heaven or moksha right now, then I need to come back. But if they're told, hey, if you just decide to not come back, you don't come back. And they don't give them the information they need to know. Then, granted, most people are going to say, "I don't want to come back." See, I think I think most people would want to come back. And I, I think most I think I think you'd have I, you'd have camps, and there's always circumstance to everything that anyone ever says. So keep that in mind. But the way my brain is thinking it is, you're going to have a lot of people. Because, I mean, I know that this would cross my brain. You would have a... I would want to come back to see everybody I loved again. Because you couldn't... And and this, this is... The only, is let's, uh, the only variable that I'm going to allow in this scenario... Because you make, you make a good point with the heaven and stuff and the afterlife. Right? But as of right now in time, we don't know. We can't verify that one way or the other. But a lot of people have faith in that. You're you're absolutely right. I just think a lot, a lot of, of that is that. a lot of that is Kyle is what have you been told? Like if if you were told that you could come back and potentially know the people you love, they wouldn't look the same. They wouldn't be the same you may potentially be able to connect with a being that was the being you loved in a past life, but you may be 60 years old. You may be two years old. You still coming back? Oh no, I believe me. I, 
I just think a lot of people would would lead with emotion and they would want to not lose what they currently have because what we all currently have I mean if you're a happy individual you don't want to lose your wife you don't want to lose your children you you want to continue that cycle with them and the friends around you and then you'll also have people on the other side of the spectrum that are like I'm going to come back and I'm going to I'm going to rule the world. I'm going to keep on doing what I do because I got a pretty damn good here. I'm rich and I can do it all over again. And I don't know. I just feel like me personally, a lot of people lead with emotion. And I just, I just feel like there's, there, there's too many unknown variables into stopping your reincarnation for and some people. I think, I think a lot of people in the, in the faith camp, that that would like we're we're kind of based off Christianity here. Say you live your life, you think your soul's going to heaven, this, that, and the other. I th- a lot of people would would be in the camp where they're also all their loved ones are going to heaven too. So, yeah. so essentially they're not losing it. They're they're just progressing it. And I say that for uh I agree with you a hundred percent, but I feel like only the truest of true believers feel that way. At the end of the day, because most people, when they are on their deathbed, they're more or less, I hope this works out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really hope that I go to heaven. Oh, yeah. This, like, they don't know factual. Look at how far we go to extend our lives now. Right. Yeah. It's because, because we, we don't know shit about death. Exactly. We don't know. We don't know what's on the other side. We don't, (laughs) we just know that people that die don't come back. Right. And that's terrifying. It's yeah. There's so many, uh, there's so many variables that you don't know anything about. And that's, that's what makes it so scary. And then you, you know, like as a dad, I know that day's coming, you know, it'll happen. That's a terrifying thought that I won't be here to make things right. You know, if, if something were to happen to one of my, my, my children or my wife, and I'm not here to do what I have to do, that bothers the fuck out of me, you know? So there's a tie to this reality in itself for me. Yeah. It's yeah. And, and then, then that leads you into a conversation of does emotion Trump dogma or, or does dogma Trump emotion? Right. You know, cause if, if your emotion says stay and you stay or your dogma says go release and go to heaven and you go, what, what trumps what? Where do they intersect, and how do they combine? That I'm telling you, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna speak for myself on this one because I can't. That's all I can do. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I am a fucking stubborn individual. Can't I'm, confirm. I am extremely stubborn, and I'm gonna tell you right now that dogma you're talking about better be pretty goddamn persuasive. Because if it's not persuasive enough, my tethers will keep me. I promise you that because I don't give up on family, period, the end. I, it doesn't matter. They could promise me everything, but the essence of who I am will always be drawn back to my family, always and forever. And I, I would tell I would tell the, the most divine create, creator that as well. I would say, listen, I appreciate you, Omi. I appreciate you offering me spot in your kingdom, but if I feel like I need to be here, I'm staying it doesn't matter. 
You could, you could put, this could be my damnation for eternity. You could, you could lay it out that when my, when my family passes, they get, they get front row to the gates of your community. But if whatever, whatever my tether is, if whatever feeling that I have is strong enough to warrant me staying here and looking over my family in any way, shape or form, I will sacrifice that for my family. Yep. And then we come back full circle where you become an intrusive observer and you change what's going on. Right. And and it's your observation that dictates what happens. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I love it. And I hate it. Cause it just melts your brain. You know, it just melts your brain. It does. It does. Right. But I, and, and that's, and I like these conversations because it allows you to be like to express life from, cause a lot of people would sit there and say what I just said was, is, is asinine that you should always move to the next plane because that's the process. And I've just, I've always had this thing inside me that has, is just like, Hey man, like what you believe in, what you feel always stand, always stand that way. Don't, don't hesitate. Don't back down from it. Even if it's just, even if it scares the shit out of you, do what you have to do always. And I don't, I don't know, like it's fun hearing other people's thoughts and insights like that for me. Cause it's just grants a whole new perspective on life, so to speak. Yeah. It, it 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 gets very intense quickly when you're talking about <laughs> that's that. Under, that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know if you guys want to take another call or uh, do whatever, but I'm going to let you guys go. All right, brother. Kick on with the show, and we'll get together and talk about this whole Collins Elite thing. Absolutely. Hell, yeah. It was good talking right, to you, Love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Yep. Brother. Bye. Bye. Man, we we get into these philosophical shows and the time just disappears. I know it's it's already one an hour and forty in. It's yeah, fucking crazy. It's just, I mean, it's. I guess it's because it's so out of our wheelhouse, as opposed to what we normally talk about. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. don't get too too philosophical on the show. Not really. No, we dip our toes in, but especially just having conversations with with everybody, it's. It's cool. It's oh, cool. absolutely. I I mean I I see JJ in the chat. I had a really good conversation with her a while back and you know, she she said I'm one of them people and it, it resonates and it, it definitely hits the nail on the head. She's like, You you burn bright as fuck and I'm like, that does make a lot of sense to me because I do I can be pretty fucking intense at times where I just I don't know, I I I it just resonated when she said that and I'm just like, That's awesome. I like that. I like the fact that I can be that way. But like you said, it's, it's so out of our wheelhouse to be ultra serious sometimes. And sometimes it's nice to kind of let those subjects leak out, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, it almost feels vulnerable, I guess. Yeah. That's probably a really good way of putting that. You know what I mean? To kind of just put ourselves out there. Yeah. But who better to share it with than all of our friends? Absolutely. It's, 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 it's wild, man. This is always a wild ride and I enjoy hollow therapy every 
conversation. I, I, I love the fun ones and the serious ones and the, yeah. the dumb nice, ones. And nice that we don't box ourselves in. Yeah, no. Pretty heavy. Um, I'm just looking through the chat. Chat was firing off too. Another serious chat night. You guys are dope. Yeah, we appreciate all of you. Life life contracts, huh? Life contracts. Yeah, I see. Um, Brendan, life contracts. That shit has always bothered me. I don't like that phrase. There's a school of thought that says we already choose to either come back or not, that all of us are all of us here chose to be here. I can get behind that theory. Interesting. I can get behind that. I was looking into a couple of the um those child reincarnations that are I thought about doing a show on them. They are crazy. Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll wrap it up. Wrap it up, Hollow. Yeah, it's about that time. Yeah. Stupid work calls tomorrow. Um, it's already been a long week for me. I'm ready to get this done. Same, same. But hollow therapy, I like that. It is. It's it's good. It's good. It's a good community we got. We got together here. With that being said, thanks to uh, all of our people that called in tonight talking about uh, our little uh, trains of thought we had going on. Uh, thanks for everybody in the chat hanging out. Uh, thanks to all our donators. Thanks, everybody. Hit the like and the subscribe and share the show. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, again, happy Mother's Day to all our moms out there. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to all shout out to all the mamas out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killing the game, ladies. Uh shout out to Ask Jeeves. We don't know where you're at now, Jeeves. <laughs> Facts. Somewhere somewhere in the sewers of the internet, Jeeves is still trying to answer questions. Yeah, he's hanging out. We we appreciate you, Jeeves, for all the work that you did way back in the day uh check out all of our other content creators that kick it in here uh necro creaky creep creaking ropes whoo uh local legends um eric was in here yeah uh just all 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 of our normal homies that are in here yeah a lot of regs check them out support them you know the deal you know what it is and uh, think if you're the poor soul that reincarnates as an AI. Damn, would you even know? Uh, what if we're already AI? Sometimes I think about how shitty it would be to like reincarnate as a bug. It's just smash onto a windshield. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm still reading through the chat. All right, uh, hit the likes, subscribes. You know how it is, how this YouTube works. Um, and until next time, check us out on Mondays for the regular show. You can listen to this show on the following Tuesday. 
come kick it with us next Wednesday for another night shift. Until we meet again, Hollow Cult. Stay safe. Stay weird. And I mean, I guess if we're in a simulation and I'm a NPC, then at least I'm with good company here. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.